Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. That's right, it's Fan Bros Show, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. the Captain Kirk of hip-hop. The general of the spaceship here on Fan Bro Show, the voice of the Urban Geek special delivery episode. I'm back in the house with my boy Chico Leo, the uh, Wookiee from Brooklyn. I know that I know there were some other titles there, but uh, I'm, ju- I'm just sticking with that one for now. Uh, well, Chico, it's special delivery Sunday night. You know, a bunch of TV on. We talked about the premieres this week of Gotham. Um, Resurrection's back. We'll get into that this week on the regular episode because I just didn't have time for it tonight. I'm sorry, folks. What What is it with, watching. with all everything being on Sunday? You would think that some networks would be like, all right, let's we'll, we'll try and put stuff on another night. I mean... Most people have DVRs. It's kind of crazy. It's it's very difficult to like program your Sunday night viewing because there's like ten hours of shows. And then not only that, I mean tonight we also had the Simpsons and Family Guy crossover, right? Which I completely forgot about. So I'm sorry, fan bros. I'd rather be talking about that than what we will be talking about tonight. Yeah, I heard there was a death on there. I don't know who. Wow. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Damn. I'm glad I, I didn't go on Twitter for that because I'm planning to catch it at some right. point. But yeah, um, what we are covering tonight, Boardwalk Empire, final season, only four more episodes left after this episode. This episode entitled Quanto. Did oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Quanto. Quattro. I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Quattro is... Uh... Yeah, Four. and so Quanto uh, is something to do with counting, or like how much. Right. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I'm I'm not going to deny. I mean, this was not this was not the best episode of Boardwalk Empire, and it was sort of befuddling that with only four episodes to go, they've taken such a sort of slow, leisurely pace with things. Um, although by the end of this episode, you get the sense that you know there's going to be a lot of mayhem coming up. Um. Yeah. I mean. So you. 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 I saw you on Twitter. You. You know. You thought the Al Capone stuff was dope, but that the flashbacks were a total snooze fest. Definitely, man. Like I feel like this whole season with the flashbacks, like it's cool at first, but after a while, it just becomes like. Uh, no, and they take up a fair amount of the episode too. I mean. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you know that Nucky's gonna survive these flashbacks. Right. So it's kind of pointless, and end up, you know, you know as the right hand man of the Commodore. You know, that is what that's how yeah. he makes his bones, and that that guy becomes his mentor. So it's definitely not an issue of them trying to tell you what happens, but just sort of how it happened. And that's weird, given that there's like you know Ben said, there's only four episodes left. Um, you know, I do find it an enjoyable show to watch, but I'm not going to lie, this was probably one of my least favorite episodes. We did have some, yeah, I mean, there was definitely. some plot stuff. Um, Patricia Arquette, you know, known to some as the medium, known to, spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert. alert, known to others as uh, Alabama from True Romance, will no longer be gracing uh, the uh, the fine cast of Boardwalk Empire. She took one in the throat no. from a Cuban uh, military dude. 
That came out all wrong, right? There. <laughs> I guess so. I, when I said she took <laughs> yeah. the throat, I was referring to a bullet. I was referring to a yes. bullet. Uh, yes. All right. Sorry about that. Um, you know, I was trying to talk in the gangster lingo of the era. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, like I was said on Twitter, you know, this episode with the flash rats was pretty boring. You had that big moment with Patricia Arquette. You know, spoiler, RIP. But um, other than Al Capone really brightening up this episode, like you say, it was definitely one of my least favorite. I love uh, what's the actor's name playing Al Capone? I'm not sure, but I forget he's British. Actually, I think it's Stephen Graham is is the guy's name. Okay. I think. Wow. Yeah, I mean, no, he he's he definitely has been has been dope. Now, what did you think of last week's episode? Uh, the one that had Chalky and and the guy he ran away. I think Minton was his name. The guy he ran away from the chain gang with, like. Holding up. I was really just happy to see him finally finish do right. Like I was tired of that stretching on, and that's my point. Thank you for yeah. bringing that up because I feel like HBO right now, especially with uh, True Blood and Boardwalk Empire, they live or die by the amount of black people on the show. And there was no chalky this episode, right. just like some episodes of True Blood. There was no Lafayette. And those episodes suffered, and this episode And no Dr. Narcisse, you know, they brought him back for, like, a little sliver last episode, too. So one would, I mean, I think we'll certainly see him again. And we definitely do see Chalky next episode. I watched the, you know, coming up next week on uh, Boardwalk Empire. And so we do see him. But I thought, again, last week's, it was a weird use of, you know, of, of the, you know, your final episode's. Um, I mean, it was a great um, episode, you know, for Chalky, but it was such a weird, like, you know, it was almost like a bottle episode. Like, they could have filmed that any time and just stuck that in there. And then this one didn't really, not a lot, got pushed forward. I still think it's definitely a really, uh, you know, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a pretty show, literally. Like, it's good to look at and it's classy. Um, so even when it's not hitting on all cylinders, I still sort of like to watch it. Yeah, definitely. It's very well shot. The cinematography is amazing. It's pretty well acted overall. Yeah. Even even little nook, young nook, I like. But oh, I uh, I want to add. I actually like the scene where Nucky and Margaret uh, got you know sort of uh, they came to an understanding or whatever. Nucky's ex wife Margaret comes back. Uh, she's been away for like eight or they've been separated for like eight or nine years. And she comes back to him to ask him for a favor, but it definitely had sort of a casual easy. I just thought the performances were good. And for a scene on a show that just had mostly just people talking, I thought if I was going to take one scene of people talking out of the show and that was the dopest one. Yeah, definitely. I liked it, but at the same time, I feel like that could have come. A few seasons. I mean, I guess it's the time for the wrap-up. I think it's that. Yeah. And the show never totally handled her character or their relationship. It seemed like they, you know, what they were looking for things to do that sometimes didn't necessarily work. I mean, that's another thing about both True Blood and Boardwalk Empire is that they might have gone on longer than they had things to say, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's sad because, you know, our rule is five seasons. And Boardwalk is at its fifth, and this is a short right. season, and it's still like, uh, who cares? Right. So, you know, it's going out. I mean, Scorsese's coming back with another TV show about the uh, 
recording industry, the record industry in New York in the 70s. Uh, I think that's coming mm. out, you know, next year sometime. So he's producing that with Mick Jagger. A lot of cocaine. Uh, uh. Ray Romano is in it. Oh, yeah. wow. And Ray- <laughs> wow. I think, yeah. That's, so, I, you know. That's, that's something to look exactly. forward to. Then. Exactly. And also, I think that's about it for Boardwalk Empire. We also have to cover FX's The Strain tonight. Last Rites. Uh, what was Last rights and another huge spoiler alert, another minor character right. that you may or may not have cared about got murdered off in this episode. I mean, a character that they um, gave a big sort of plot line to last episode only to, you know, only to sort of highlight how unnecessary and useless she was for everything. <laughs> and then they killed her this time. I mean, look, I, I think, you know, they handle the, those sequences really well. They stage action sequences really well in the show. And yeah. the whole snake coming out, you know, snake tongue coming out of people's throats um, and, you know, the little worms, like the st- stuff w- w- involving the monsters is really is good. But so much of the rest of it is is kind of clunky. And I thought tonight's episode illustrated that. I mean, you know. A woman had to watch her her mom get it in the face from a you know snake tongued vampire zombie, and then she had to cut her mom's head off. I did question why she had to do that. It seems like something that maybe you know it would be less traumatic if like the rat catcher did it or something. Yeah, I think that's more of you know she wants to put her mom down. If anyone's gonna right. do it, you know she's gonna be the one. It's sort of like when someone takes. Somebody off of, life you know, support. assisted yeah. living. Yeah, life support, you know. Like, they want to be the one that, to make yes. that choice. Right. So, um, this episode was also filled with a bunch of flashbacks. We got to see Abraham back in the day looking like a Brooklyn hipster right. and hunting down. I have to call him, the master reminds me of, like, Homer Simpson mixed with Nosferatu. Right. There's something very so, goofy about him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then also very horrific right. at the same time. And in time. that classic old school, you know, way, you know, with the, you yeah. know. So, yeah, it, yeah, I think Nosferatu meets Homer Simpson is uh, is kind of the move. We also, Gus, uh, met up with uh, Marlo from The Wire. Yes. Jamie yes, Hector. Awesome. Yes, Jamie Hector and Gus Marlo. I was definitely mad at a moment in their scene when they started shooting at each right. other. And it reminded me of the classic speech from Reservoir Dogs. Am I the only professional? Fucking guys who act like a bunch of fucking niggers, man. You working niggers, huh? Just like you two. Always saying they're going to kill each other. Yeah, so that that pretty much illustrated how I feel about right. that. And it was just, ah, man, you know, brothers got to work it out, man. We can't be trying to kill each other. When there's a mob of vampires right there, bruh. Like, just not the smartest. And I thought there was actually a dope, that was a dope plot thing in the sense that so the Stoneheart group or whatever they're called um, are sending, you know, um, crates of, you know, vampires to other countries that are Ah, definitely, you know, to spread the, uh, to spread the uh, strain, spread the strain. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And so and, that you know that's the, the 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 end of invasion of the body snatchers is like the dude is trying to stop like truckloads of the pods going, you know, yeah. on the interstate going to be delivered to other towns, and this is sort of that. I mean, once 
you know, once it gets out there, I mean, that's game over, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's all very, very tight on the heroes because it's like New York is pretty much underground. I mean, I love how they've been showing that on the show, like how every episode you just see randomness outside getting worse and worse, you know, and like now that it's to the point where New York is just pure chaos at night and not that great during the day either. So uh, one big thing in this episode that I have to big up involving the Marlowe and them was the return of the Cobra Kill Squad, whatever you want to call right. them. The, the vampire, vampire SWAT team. Vampires. Yeah, the vampire SWAT team rolls in. I love dude's voice, yo. It's like he's speaking in super stereo right. when he talks. And, you know, they mop up a bunch of vampires again, and then they snatch up Gus. Um, Gus. But they leave yeah. Jamie Hector. <laughs> no right. love for Jamie Hector. No gold tooth on this ride. And, like, who would you take? Would you take the dude who has an organization and has, you know, bags of AR-15s and MAC-10s and stuff like that? Or you take the dude who, you know, doesn't have anything? (laughs) Although, I guess, you know, Gus is special like Harry Potter, you know? (laughs) He's, like, blessed to never get a random worm or something. So, you know, know, they've had their eye on him. (laughs) Right. But uh, I want to bring up a point about that. I'm peeping that I think that this is how, you know, I haven't read the books or the graphic novels that The Strain is based on. So I think that these vampire squads might be for, um, like, another master who doesn't mess with this master and wants to stop him for his own reasons. Right, right, right. I'm peeping that these dudes are vampires. You know, they're not. They are infected already, so there's something going on with them where they're not part of the same tribe or clan or right. whatever. And I think that in the second season of Strain, we'll start to see more different, you know, clans of vampires or whatever, families, whatever the case may be. Right. Well, that, I mean, and that definitely makes sense. Um, I mean, that there's some kind of breakaway from, like, you know, which leads you to, you know, that they, they definitely potentially have a whole rich, you know, vampire, you know, chronology and, and mythology and stuff like that. And there are other vampires and there's intra vampire uh, feuding and fighting, you know, or almost oh, that these word, guys word. are like these guys. They had guys like this in True Blood, the like the vampire authority had like the vampire yep. squad. And this is like the their version of that. Did you ever play or know of the game Masquerade back in the day? No. Ah, uh, yeah, it was a role-playing game that was based around, like, the concept of a bunch of different vampire families. There was, like, the Nosferatu-looking vampire families. There was, like, the True Blood, like, pimp-looking vampires. Now, yeah, now I, I do remember, yeah, no, I remember someone telling me about this, like, in, and I don't even know when the game was big, but in the 90s, uh, this dude, Ruben, yeah, was definitely, definitely. telling me it about it. Yeah, definitely, it was popping for a second. Um, no. Yeah. So anything else from this episode of The Strain? I mean, the big moments, you know, you had Elf getting on TV and making his little speech. Uh, The hacker and the exterminator, you know, perhaps having a little love connection there. Well, danger is is a uh, aphrodisiac. Don't forget that. It it damn sure seems to be on this show. So, you know, when you're you're huddling, when the zombie uh, apocalypse comes... You know, it's better to be huddling with somebody else than on huddling alone. True right. Indeed. That's my lesson from uh, from the strain. <laughs> 
Alright, well, we have one more episode of The Strain before the first season's over. Four more episodes of Boardwalk Empire. All kind of shows debuting right now. Gotham will be covering more next week. Flash coming up soon. Uh, Constantine in October. I, I, I read Ooh. on Twitter that Jamie Rigetti did not like the uh, pilot of Gotham. She really didn't like the... Uh the way that they've sort of, you know, like that Selena Kyle is older than Bruce Wayne and, mm. you know, that uh, some stuff with the Penguin and Bruce Wayne's parents' murder and, you know, basically that they went off the comic, uh, you know. Oh, it's definitely right. not canon. Yeah, the so comics. they went off yeah. the comic canon, but she felt like the show wasn't strong enough to not have the comic canon. Like, you know, she thought it was like a really like a lame police procedural with corny dialogue and stuff like that it was just a bad cop show. I mean, I, I don't agree with I, I'm not as harsh as that. I thought it had some issues. I, you know, I look more for promise in pilots and I thought it showed promise. So I'll definitely be sticking with that. And there was stuff that I did like about it. Yeah, I feel the same way. Just like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. returned. Right. I thought the, you know, I thought the pilot showed promise compared to the first right. season. So I'm going to stick with it. You know, we had Absorbing Man show yep. up, Crusher Creel. I, I can't be mad right, at right. that at all. So, no, they're know. definitely going deep. I mean, they same with Arrow. They go deep with some of the some of the DC, you know, second and third tier villains that only, you know, fan bros would know. Word. All right, real quick, fan bros, before we get out of here, let me make a few quick announcements. New York Comic Con 2014 is coming up, and the fan bros will be out in full force. Tuesday, October 7th at Bergen Street Comics in Brooklyn, we're doing a live podcast. That's right, a live podcast. You can come watch us. We got Gene Gray, Quelle Chris joining us. Plus some other special guests. It's to be crazy. Game shows, trivia, giveaways, Bergen Street Comics. Go to fanbros.com to find out more. Check us on Twitter at Fanbros Show. And don't forget that Thursday night we'll be at Home Sweet Home for the Comic-Con kickoff party. Come join us with the Fanbros. Have a few drinks. I'll be DJing. It's to be awesome. Chico will be there. Word. That's right. That's yes. right. Yeah, yo, come out. Even if you're not going to Comic-Con, come out. And uh, especially if you are going to Comic-Con, come out. But you should definitely come out one and all. Word up. So Bergen Street Comics, uh, October 7th. And Home Sweet Home, October 9th. Come out and check the fan bros. We'll be out and about. And then you can see us at New York Comic-Con. We'll have a meet and greet there. More news coming soon. Fanbro.com. You should be there every day checking it out. It's awesome. Word. Chico, anything else? Well, just uh, also just want to remind the fan bros that Ben Hameen has uh, vowed to buy a kilt at Comic-Con this year. So people should be looking forward to that as well. Damn skippy, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm even considering actually joining him. I've been I've been actually thinking about this probably more than I should in the last uh, <laughs> since he made that announcement, and uh, I'm actually leaning leaning towards the kilt. We we should but, have uh, like a meet and greet when we buy our kilts, so absolutely. everyone can see us. Well, put people them on. could and people could actually yeah say like no, don't get that you know because they put one on me that I, I I mean I saw other ones that I would get other than the one that I had on me. True indeed. So, all right. All right. We'll put that together on fanbros.com where you can find out more information for everything we'll be doing at New York Comic Con. The Bergen Street Comets Live podcast, our party at home, sweet home, 
It's going down. It's popping. Peace. We'll catch you next time. All right. We'll see you there. Yes, sir. Fan Pro.